0: Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Hey, what rocks your socks off when it comes to crafting? What do you really get excited about? Let's put all the regular stuff aside and let's just think about this for a second. This kind of thought across my mind today because I'm in the, the aftermath of a big project. Um, I just made a whole bunch of journals and packaged up some um, uh, bundles and they all went out yesterday and a few today. I just was, I was, went to the mailbox uh, later today, or the post office, got them all out. And um, my craft room looks like a major craft bomb or a craft avalanche happened. Um, and I think that um, it was, uh, it was a good project for me to do. It was very, uh, excited and motivated when I did it. But then when I was finally done, I think that, you know, it hit me like, "Woof! I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like I can, I can relax a little bit. And I'm thinking at this moment, at this moment, if you actually asked me, what do I get excited about, um, crafting, uh, wise, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going through my mind and thinking, all right, what is it? What is it? Like right now I feel the deep need to organize and clean because everything is all over the place from recently crafting. So maybe just a full day of head to toe cleaning the craft room would feel good. Like I would be excited about that. Um, um, or, or maybe, you're not post big projects. Maybe you're just crafting away as normal. And you're, maybe you're doing something that you do a lot. Maybe you're a quilter or maybe you're a sewist, a sewist. Oh, there you go. There's a new word. <laughs> Are you a sewist? Um, <laughs> uh, or, uh, a knitter or a junk journal maker. And maybe all of a sudden you've got this quiet little voice inside you that says, man, I'd really love to, um use a new tool. There's some new tool I've been thinking about. And I would really just love to try that. And uh maybe you saw it on Pinterest or you saw it on another YouTube channel or something. And and it's just been kind of in the back of your mind, like, boy, that would be really neat. That would be really cool. I would be excited about that. Or or maybe, maybe you've been thinking that, hey, I want to try a sewing machine in my junk journal making. I've been putting it off for a long time and I see others having fun with it and it doesn't look that hard. I mean they seem to be sewing straight lines or zigzags or maybe a little fancy stitch but it just seems to be basic sewing that doesn't necessarily have to follow a straight line and it's okay in the junk journal world and that's kind of cool. So... I mean, what would really get you excited about doing something right now? If you had to ask yourself, at this moment in your crafty mind, what would it be? Would it be are you in the glitter mode? Maybe you haven't glittered in a long time. And you know, it's been we've been far away from holidays for a long time that Normally, um, welcome glitter, but we're going into the glitter fest right now with the Christmas and the New Year's and all that coming about. And for some reason, glitter is okay during this, uh, during these holidays, and it's okay in other holidays. I guess you can glitter Valentine's, can't you? And maybe just a little clear glitter and t- things like that in Easter, um, and probably red, white, and blue glitter on Fourth of July. But uh, maybe you're thinking, Ah, oh, it's time I want to roll up my sleeves and glitter. Maybe you're thinking it's time to learn how to coffee dye. Yeah, there's something you've been putting off. Um, You've thought about it. You think it's going to be a huge ordeal. Maybe it's going to take a lot of room. Not quite sure how you're going to dry the things. Uh, uh, Not quite sure how much coffee to put in there. Should I use regular pot coffee like the leftover coffee from the morning? Or do I have to use the instant uh, you know, what? what's the path? What's the plan here? Maybe I should skip the coffee completely and just go straight to Kool-Aid crystals. Um, unsweetened Kool-Aid crystal packs, I think, work very well for coloring paper. Um, uh, of course, I'm going to probably turn my countertops pink and orange and purple and blue. Uh, but, you know, hey, I can ruin a set of clothes. That'll be all right. That might be fun. And then, you know, maybe this is the time of year you think or you say to yourself, I'm gonna finally make some handmade paper. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. This is it. I've got so many scraps around that I've never, I could never catch up with all those scraps. So I am just going to go ahead and soak them all in a big bucket and then blend it all down and I'm gonna make some handmade paper. This is my handmade paper year. Uh, Yep, that's it. Or, or maybe you are going to Try a fancy pocket or a junk journal card or a tag. Uh, Maybe a different way that you've never done it before. Um, Maybe you're going to make a big journal. Maybe you've always made smaller journals and now you're ready to try a big journal. Maybe you're going to try and figure out how to get the pages bigger than they actually are. That little mind-bending, twisting um, uh, thing that we all get to percolate on as junk journal makers. Maybe we're going to you're going to get excited about building a bigger spine for a book. Maybe you're going to use the front and the back cover of a book, but build its own spine and make something uh, unique and different out of it. Maybe you want a fatter spine than the book actually originally had. You're going to learn how to replace a spine. You know, there's a lot of things that could get a junk journaler excited, Um Maybe you're going to learn calligraphy. Maybe you're going to learn how to write fancy scrolling font styles and impress your friends and family with your new found tricks. Maybe you're going to learn Zentangle and add that to your repertoire of uh, ideas that you can play with in your junk journals. Or maybe you're going to add watercolor art. Maybe you're going to finally finally pick up a paintbrush and stop saying you're not an artist and that's for other people and this is going to be the time that you're going to actually pick up that old watercolor palette that you stuck back in the drawer way back there you know you tried to forget about it you know you have it you know you have it and yeah it's always been a little bit intimidating always felt like it was for others but maybe this is your time maybe it's time to rock your own socks off and uh, in the crafty world. And uh, let's uh, see what we can get excited about. How are you feeling about buttons these days? Do you get excited about button crafts? Do you like to add them to your junk journals? Do you think they're too bulky and too bumpy and they have no place in a junk journal? Or are you open to maybe putting them on the spine or on the cover? Or maybe adding them to spine dangles? Or putting them uh, as part of a topper on a junk journal card? Maybe you've always made... Skinny journals and you're going to make super fat ones like chunky monkeys. Or maybe you've made chunky monkeys and now you're going to ratchet it back and try and make some writing journals with some intrigue that will just uh, be thinner and, and you're just going to try something different. Maybe you're going to try a different color, uh, palette to work from. Maybe we have always, always used the traditional, you know, we're going to do the creams and the beiges and the, and the vanillas with little, light splash of pink or something dusty rose but no maybe maybe you're going to go purple maybe you're just going to go purple uh with a little bit of lime green and just see what comes of it who knows who knows what this uh whole thing leads to sunny do you have anything to say about this no mom i'm having a little nap right now i just um i'm going back to my nap thank you hello everybody <laughs> well oh hello uh phone is making interesting sounds i got i think i told you i got a new phone and i'm still learning it you know it's 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 kind of funny how you have to it's almost like dating your phone you like have to get to know it it has to get to know you you have to know which buttons to push to make everybody happy you know <laughs> and uh there's a lot of unusual little things that go uh, with getting a new phone i mean the the phone is a big part of my recording it it houses the camera for with which i record the videos. It is also my audio system for my podcasts. I I speak right into my phone to record the audios. Um, So me getting to know my phone, that, that would be very valuable to do. So maybe you get excited then. Maybe that's my new tool. This is my new tool right now. You know what, when I really think about what I'm excited about, and I don't know why I'm excited about this, I think it's just that time of year. But I'm, I was out in the thrift stores, today. Well, one thrift store. I made it to one. And uh, I was looking around and I thought, well, uh, yeah. there were some things I saw that I thought I could buy. And and I would like to say that the volume of stuff in the thrift stores is way down in my area, way down. It's like a quarter of what it used to be. So I, I'm surprised I didn't go into panic mode and felt feel like I had to buy everything because I felt like maybe there wouldn't be anything left anymore there's all the stuff is still out there. It's just somewhere else. Um, Stuff didn't just vanish off the planet. Maybe it's stuck on a barge off of uh, uh, LA, but it's somewhere, you know, stuff is still out there. So I calmed myself down and I put back probably 75% of the stuff that was in my cart because I knew, I knew, I knew deep down in my heart that Um, I have way too much stuff at home and what really needs to happen is I need to get acquainted with what I have and I think it's time I start going through my stuff again and I need to organize and, um, just actually, uh, take stock of what I have. You know what I looked at the other day? I looked at, I have these paper punches on the wall and they're, it's an ador you know, in my opinion, it's an adorable display. It's so cute. And I never reach for it because it's over there. You know what I mean? And that would mean I'd have to leave my chair. And that's just not going to happen unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> um, because uh, that takes time, right? When you're crafting away, like, oh, get up and go get that. But I, I have behind me paper punches that I can physically reach from my seat. All I have to do is turn around and open the drawers. And I have two full drawers of paper punches, again, that I rarely use. Why? They're on the bottom drawer and I don't think of them. I it's like out of sight, out of mind. You know, they're even though they're close, I forget I have them. And if I remembered I have them, I would probably use them. Like sometimes I, I get this grand idea that I'm just gonna sit down and I'm just gonna, with all my scraps, I'm just gonna punch a bunch of shapes out. I'm just gonna sit here and punch till the cows come home. Well, if you've ever worked with paper punches, you quickly learn you're going to do it for a little while and then your hands are sore. They're just flipping sore. Uh, paper punching is not an easy task. It's not for the weak of heart. No, no. And and it can be done in short spurts to get um, uh, a good volume going. But you want to also vary what you have. You, you don't want to have uh, 10 million of the same butterfly. You want to get, you know, the leaf, the butterfly, the key, the bird, the this, the that, the this, the that. And, um, if you don't have a big back stock of paper punches, which I really don't recommend anybody doing because you'll forget you have them and you won't use them and they just take up space, not the best, um, place to spend your money. A few good stock, commonly shaped, um, paper punches will really take you far. You can make a lot. Well, I should just do that. Shouldn't I? Um, yeah, there's a video, there's Friday's video. I got it now. Um, but just taking some common shapes and seeing what you can make out of them. So let's say the circle punch and let's see how many different things you can make with a circle punch. Um, quite a few things, actually, quite a few things. A uh, Square punch. Square punches are very handy. Uh, we should explore the square punch together because you can make cool things like specimen cards and like Kodachrome slide looking like things and uh, uh, just a million and one things with a square punch. And um, I, you know, did go on a bit of a um, escapade collecting every kind of leaf punch that it was ever designed and known to mankind and i love leaves i'm I'm a big leaf fan so i thought for sure for sure i'm going to use these and um so I, i punched a bunch and i have used them over the years but um i forget i have them again that's what it is it's when i sit down and i craft i tend to grab a pile of scraps and i start making stuff out of the scraps that i have. And I don't tend to reach back into something that I've already half made. I tend to make something new. And that's how I ended up with this giant box of pre-made ephemera. Uh, because I kept making and making and making and making ephemera. Because I thought I had to have this giant backstock of ephemera. So that when I sat down to make a journal, I could just grab from the ephemera box and decorate the journal quickly. And I, you know, I would say about 30% is from old not old ephemera but things that I have previously made but a good 70% is all brand new stuff because because simply I like the process because that rocks my socks off creatively (laughs) and uh, so um, yeah and then I forget that I have all this pre-made stuff and I just go and create new stuff because I always want to try new ideas what would it look like if I did this what would it look like if I did that I was just thinking about gessoing something. What was that? I don't know. It has left the building. Oh well, it'll come back. Um but yeah, it was uh it, I have I don't know what it's like in your area, but I um I know in our area the um the thrift stores have leaned out a lot. I haven't been to that many really, but um um I, all I know is when I went out today the grocery store prices were off the Richter scale and the thrift store was nearly empty. So um the world has changed as we know it, but that is okay because we are crafters and we can create something from nothing. So that'll be all right. It actually encourages slash forces us to create from what we have, and um, I don't know. Maybe is that why the digi kits and things like that are so popular these days? Because you can't really run out of them if you just you know you have um, ones you can pick from and print print from, or if you don't, you, or if you're not a digi kit person. Maybe you have old books that you can uh, pull from or draw from, uh, you know, things like that where you can, you can source pictures and um, um, paper, paper products, things like that. Um, they, that still seems to be present, which is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, what is it? Is it the new and latest digi kit that gets you excited or is it the latest scrapbook paper book that you've seen out there by all those fancy scrapbook paper companies? Or is it the new color of ink that's Tim Holtz has just come out with and you just gotta have it? Or you know, um there's just so many unusual and odd things uh that intrigue us. Like so if you're really, really, really honest with yourself and you just said, okay, if I could drop everything I'm doing and just do X. That would be wonderful. And it doesn't even have to have a real purpose. It could just be like you want to you wanna play with Play-Doh for a while, just for the sake of playing with Play-Doh because it feels good, you know? And uh, um, uh, that's the nature of creativity. We just want to play. We want to explore. That's how we came into this world, exploring and playing and learning. And it's kind of fun if you can take that through the rest of your life. It's... Um, I think it's a part of healthy growth if you can tap into that explorative um, part of your brain that wants to seek and create and design and strategize and, and look at things. I know that when I was uh, making this... The, oh, I want to like say that... Um, if anybody's wondering, yes, I did all those journals myself (laughs) and I did all those packages myself and created all those, um, um, collections myself. Um, I actually did have to stand back and think, oh my goodness, how did I do that? Because that does seem like a lot. Um, there were two journals in each package and that would mean I did 40 packages and that would make it 80 journals that's a lot of journals but what I started to learn because I'm a a bit of a an efficiency junkie and when I'm making things I'm always asking myself how can I make this step easier or how can I remove a step or how can I not pick up and put down the scissors 10 times one easy thing that came to mind was uh if you're cutting or trimming something, do it over the garbage can so that you don't have to clean up your desk of trimmings. So that saves a lot of time, especially when you're working through a whole bunch of different books or maybe, maybe you're working on a set of journal cards or journal tags. Do your clippings over the garbage can, the little ones that you know you're never going to use for anything else. And uh, that's at least one time-saving step. Um, if you have to staple a whole bunch of things, keep the stapler in your hand and then just switch papers and staple and staple. So if you have 40, 40 projects, you're going through um, 40 items in a project, just hold the stapler and don't let it go. You just staple, 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 and that prevents you from having to put down the staple, go shuffle some papers, pick it, pick that up, and then pick up the stapler again. When you start removing steps like that, the process becomes much more streamlined and when you start removing a lot of steps like that what seems insurmountable in the beginning all of a sudden starts to come to pass and it's not so bad and um I think I I learned that um psychologically in order to produce a lot of craft or your products whatever it is um if you do it in manageable chunks in other words i think i said to myself initially probably i i said uh, i'll do 20 of these and cuz that seemed like a manageable number i've done 20 before it wasn't that and all of a sudden i got this idea well what if i did 40 and and my reasoning was the they they sometimes they tend to f- sell out pretty quickly and i wanted to produce enough so that everybody, not everybody, but I mean, a lot more people would have an opportunity to buy one. And this is the Christmas season. So I thought there might be a need. And, um, so that might help. And, um, maybe it would give the folks a chance in the West half of the country to actually buy something because they're chasing the clock. Cause they, you know, it's like, uh, it's like four o'clock in the morning when the sales go on for them. I'm so sorry. And, um, but, uh, so yeah. And I thought, okay, well, if I'm really going to do that, how do I need to set that up? So it's manageable. And I realized that I, I can't, it's better for me. Let's say if I'm doing the smaller journal, it's better for, for me organizationally and, um, efficiency wise to do all the covers first. sew all the covers, you know, then, um, you know, what? then I'm going to work on the signatures and then I'm going to work on the pocket on the inside. And then I'm going to work on the ephemera that goes in the pocket. And then I'm going to decorate the covers. And then I'm, you know, I do that and I do it with all of them. I don't do like 10 and finish 10 journals and then do another 10. I I go through and I do that all. And in a way that also makes me commit to the, the forty not that it's necessary to do forty and I, I I'm in no rush to do that again <laughs> I'll tell you right now I want a little break <laughs> but um um I would say it was manageable and it was fun and it was uh, a joy to create um, also because each one of the pieces even though they were constructed um, their skeletal structure was similar they're um, facade, their design on the outside, the decorations were different. So that kept me interested in doing it where I wasn't just, you know, in a factory cranking out the same thing one after another, after another. Um, so for me mentally to keep it stimulating, to create different things. And it's almost like I had a thousand times, not a thousand, I had <laughs> i had about 40 times to practice how to do something on a cover. And I could change it a little bit, try this, try that, turn this way, uh, the paper, turn that way, the paper, um, and just kind of see where it went. I don't know. It was kind of a fun thing. Um, so that was something to try. So, um, I'm, I'm really glad I did it. I really enjoyed the process. My house is an absolute mess. (laughs) I'm, I'm going to be, uh, uh, doing a lot of cleaning around here to catch up from all of that. And, um, um it was a joyous journey and um so i just honestly brought that up because i thought a lot of you might be facing mass making things right now because it is the christmas season and whether or not you're going to be making 80 journals um it doesn't matter whether you're making 80 or 2 um uh if you only pick up something once and use the tool and then move your papers to the tool you're going to save time and trim over the garbage can. That's number two. And there's probably about a thousand more. I just have to uh, realize them as I'm doing them and, and I can make a list. And, and if, if you guys find that helpful, I'd be happy to share that with you. Just goofy thoughts from the aftermath today um, about things that will uh, rock our socks off in the creative world uh, to keep our little um, Energizer Bunny crafty hands going. And uh, I, I realized that no matter how tired you are, if you're inspired, the tired doesn't matter because you're inspired and that gives you the creative energy to keep going. Um, so if you can find a way to tap into that, um, so if you feel like you're in drudgery mode where you're pushing yourself, like, I have to get this done. I just got to finish this project. You know, I know, I know that feeling. Um, you, uh, um, try to find the creative inspiration again, try doing something different with it. Try asking yourself, what would I truly be excited about doing right now? Even if, even if I'm tired, even if I feel unmotivated, what would kind of give me a spark and do it and just do it and go with it and see what happens. And, uh, that can open up many doors, many doors. So, um, just the lofty thoughts of a crazy crafter over here with her puppy asleep beside her. And, uh, we're just, um, you know, getting ready to not tonight. We're going to take tonight off. Right, Sonny? You're Right, mom. And, um, uh, we we're going to rest and recover tonight and tomorrow we'll be back at it. So I will see you guys tomorrow on the video. I hope you're having an awesome evening. Um. It is a beautiful day here in Florida, and it's just wrapping up now, and uh, we are wishing you a good and crafty day. Hope you're having a lot of fun out there. Um, Thank you to everybody who comes and spends their time here. I truly appreciate that. For everybody who is new or anybody who just needs a reminder, my videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. My podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays, and... Um, I have a monthly emailed newsletter which is free and you get a free digital image emailed to you every month so make sure you sign up for that. Plus you get a note from the bookmaker which explains what a junk journal is and how people can use it, uh, different ideas in there for them and you can tuck this in front of your junk journal or, or with your package to help guide people on what to do with it. And um, you get a list of uh, junk journal supplies to keep your eyes open for and ah, uh, junk journal tip and all sorts of other fun things. Um, I have an Etsy shop where I sell fundals. Um, Fundle is a collection of 100 pieces of either very old or very unique or hand-dyed paper, interesting book pages, all sorts of uh, cool ledger pages, uh, postcards, all sorts of fun things for you to use in your junk journaling. If you really want to feel what the old papers look like, all the different textures in that, and or hold something from the 1800s in your hand, this is a grand opportunity to do that. And I will uh, mail those directly to you um if you uh like to print and download pretty pictures to use in your digi- uh, in your junk journals I have vintage digi kits in my Etsy shop there's about 126 different kits right now to pick from all related to different themes uh something for everybody uh Victorian birds nature flowers um all sorts of, of different things and um um I also sell. Um, uh, oh, I have something called a print and mail service. If you don't have a printer, and but you would still like the digital the digi kits, uh, check that out. Just send me a, a list of the ten names of your digi kits that you want, and then select the print and mail service and purchase that, and then I will print those out and mail them to you. It comes on a lightweight cardstock, and um, let's see what else do to do. Oh, I'm sure there's other stuff. Um, I have an Amazon shop. Hey. I got an Amazon shop. If you're looking for favorite tools and supplies, check out there, and uh, you might uh, just find just what you're looking for. Um, but I hope you're having fun. I hope you're having a good night. And um, I'm actually, even though I just did all that crafting, I I'm seriously excited about getting back to crafting. And I'm really kind of shocked because I thought I would just fall off a cliff after that. But I I feel motivated, and it was it was almost like I had to go out and do the hunt today. You know, go seeking for for little goodies. And, uh, but then I, I really realized I've got a little, a lot of goodies at home and I need to reorganize my little soldiers. So I know exactly what I have and where it is. And tons of inspiration will come from that because that is, that's just how the brain works. It's just how the brain works. What can I say? So if you need a little inspiration, go clean out a craft drawer. Yep. There you go, folks. Um, have an awesome night and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye from me and sunshine.